Let's turn to Psalm 82, verse 6. Psalm 82, verse 6. The Lord has been gracious to us, uh, sending us his word to build us up. And as we are rounding up this great year, year 2020, um, is uh, showing us who we are, rounding it up for us with this great revelation, which we have been praying, and I know you have been praying on your own, that God will continue to grant each and every one of us an understanding of what he is saying to us. Because men, I discovered that men who change the world, men who change things in their environment and in the world, they came to this revelation. More and more, this is dawning on my heart. And as I listen to men, as I listen to women of God who have moved in great authority, great power, I read their books, as I listen to their tapes, I discovered that they came to this revelation. And that was what made them to do the things that they did. And I'm trusting God that God will bring us into the reality of this in Jesus' name. Amen. That it will not just be head knowledge for us, it will be a reality we walk in, we live in. Amen. Brothers and sisters, it is the truth. And I thank God for the way God does his own thing. For Jesus to repeat it verbatim, it shows that that must really be the truth. And Jesus specifically said, for the scripture cannot be broken. Amen. On that statement, said the scripture cannot be broken. We've read that because of our time, we won't go into that. But we'll just read where the text is from again this morning. Uh, Psalm 82, verse 6. I said, you are God, and all of you are children of the Most High. I said, you are God, and all of you children of the most are. Amen. We said, every child of God, according to God, the living God, the true and living God, is a God. Amen. Every child of God is created to be a God. Mm. Wow. I know, like I said at the beginning, it's, it's very big to understand. But if Jesus repeated it, and said, to whom the word of God came, God called them gods. And he said, the scripture cannot be broken. Then it shows that, that this is a great mystery, a great revelation. Mm. When God created man in the garden of, when God created man at the beginning, God's intention actually was to create gods. He said, let us make man in our image and in our and according to our likeness and let them have dominion. That pronouncement is actually about making gods. Oh. Small G-O-D. Under him as the great God. And we have said, why do, I mean, why does that verse have to tell us that you children of the Most High, all of you children of the Most High, because it was talking about a people who share in the image, in the nature of God, in the DNA of God. Our nature at redemption, even though Adam lost it, our nature at redemption was, I mean, is actually 
that of God. We carry the divine nature in us. Amen. And all of his attributes were expected to manifest. And as we rounded up last week, our problem is not a question of nature of God in us. Our problem is about, it's a question of what? What did we say last week? You didn't? It's a question of? Sorry? Nurture. Question of nurture. So we need to nurture the nature of God in us in order for us to operate in the realms in which God wants us to operate individually and collectively. Our problem is about nurturing the nature of God. A nature that is not nurtured will never manifest its true potentials. And that is where we are today. Our nature, the very divine nature in us, which we share with God as his children, that makes us gods, as he himself said, I said. So that's the scriptures. We need to nurture it onto maturity, like somebody said there, so that we can freely express the potentials of God in us, which makes us gods on the earth. We said last week that actually if God reckons with any gods on the earth, it is us. Because all the other gods, God called them idols. False gods. They look like, but they are not. They seem to be. Men think they are. But as far as God is concerned, the true gods on this planet Earth, sharing in his image and in his likeness, are you and I. Amen. And that's why we are looking, we've been looking in the last two weeks at the nature and attributes of the gods, who we are. We can't go back into all that we have said, but we just have to press on this morning within the little time that we have to cover grounds. So nature, I've already said, because that is all we have. The seed of God abides in us. According to 1 John 3, verse 9, that is all we have. The nature of God abides in us. The very seed of God, the very DNA of God abides in us. And that's why we can manifest, we can aspire to manifest and express the attributes of God. You cannot live holy, you cannot manifest the holiness of God without sharing the nature of God. You cannot express the righteousness of God without having his nature in you. You cannot love as God loves, except you have his nature in you. So it's not something just to learn, is something you first of all have to have the nature of. A dog is a dog and cannot grow out to be, and cannot grow up no matter what you do for it, no matter how you nourish it as it is, in some places, it cannot become a lion. It, it is impossible. 
because it doesn't carry that. Are you following me? Mm. And that's why the scripture talk about those who, 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 who profess godliness, but they don't have, the, they lack the power thereof because they do not carry the nature to express it truly. If you want to manifest the holiness of God, the righteousness of God, the love of God truly, then his nature must be in us. And it is not just sufficient for us to have the seed in us. We must nurture it to become a fruitful tree, producing fruit according to its own kind. We are made in the kind of God. And everything God has created are to produce after their own kind. Amen. Are you following me? Mm. So let us stop struggling. Let us first of all ensure that we have the nature of God in us by virtue of the second birth, which we have emphasized again and again. We cannot overemphasize it. Mm. So the nature of God in us. Number two, we said if we have the nature of God in us, the second attribute of these gods, which we dealt with last week, is that they are supernatural. If they are supernatural, God is spirit. And those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's what connects us with God. Our spirit must be alive. And it is not just about being our spirit being alive. When we read from uh, John chapter 3, between verses 5 and 8, it says, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit is not just spiritual, but it is spirit. Mm. Brothers and sisters, we are spirit beings. And that consciousness must be in us. And that's why Paul would say in Galatians chapter 5, he said, if we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. Let's produce work that are, that are in the likeness of the spirit, no longer after the flesh. That which is born of the flesh will always be flesh. That which is born of the spirit will always be spirit. Wow. We are spirit being. Our true nature is spirit. We have a mind. We have a soul. And we live in a physical body. But our real nature is spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're saying last week, and that's why when people are fearing spirits and ghosts and things like that, it's because we don't know who we are. No, we must enter into this realm of radical Christianity that is, that is possessed with the mentality of the word of God so that we live the way God wants us to live. So that was the second thing under the nature and attributes of the gods. And when I'm talking about the gods, I'm talking about you, I'm talking about myself, as God has called us. All the others are called idols. <laughs> May God help us to understand this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we are to we are to we are to operate in the supernatural. We are to live in the spirit because we are spirits. 
The true worshippers of God must be a people who themselves they are spirit being, you know, connecting with God in the realm of the spirits, not in the realm of the flesh. Whatever we do needs to be above the natural man's level, above the flesh level, because that, that's where we belong to. Amen. Though we walk, though we, we walk in this literal flesh, at, at least in doing our daily activities, but we must always walk in the consciousness that we are spirit beings. And we cannot afford to behave like bare men. According to that verse 7 of that uh, Psalm 82, verse 7, he says, but you will die like mere men, that is like ordinary men who were never born of God. For those who don't know who they are, that's what that place is saying, as we have said before. 